Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another film review. This is going to be for Black Adam, the Dwayne Johnson starring film, which is the next edition, the latest entry in the DCEU, the DC, what's it called, Extended Universe? Yeah, not Cinematic Universe. DCEU, Black Adam. I'm going to start off spoiler free. Uh, and then we'll take a break and then we'll get into spoilers but I will give you a spoiler warning before I mention anything uh, let's jump to our rating system um, we've got strong must see must see don't skip possible skip skip and then a hard skip so those are the different levels that we've got I'm gonna give this a normal level of skip um, I think there are worse DC films out there. There are films that DC's put out. I'm not just comparing this to its own franchise, but there are other fil other films this year that I did enjoy less than this film. But I didn't enjoy this film. Um, I'm not angry towards this film. I don't hate this film. Um, I just wished I'd enjoyed it more. And one of the general sentiments that's kind of come out of this film... Um, is like I mean, it's, it's it's divided opinion already. Some people are like this is awful, it's the worst thing they've ever seen. Some people are saying this is fun, ten out of ten, had a really great time. Some people are saying you know it wasn't the best thing, but it was like a seven, and it was like dumb fun. I wish I could have had more dumb fun with this film because I think that's what is intended here. But as I've mentioned on other reviews for other things, a recent example being Jurassic World Dominion, which is a film, you know, dinosaurs, fun, you can have dumb popcorn fun with it, um, and there's nothing wrong with a popcorn flick, there's plenty of popcorn flicks I've enjoyed, some of which this year, that's in your, that's in your kind of don't skip, this is recommended, 7 out of 10, it's a good time, That that's that level of, like, quality. I can't have dumb fun with a film that I don't find to be fun. That's where this film falls into. Uh, so that's my general like sentiment on this. I don't think this is. I don't think this is bad as as like. Um, it, it this is about on the same level as like Wonder Woman eighty four, but it isn't as bad as let's say um, Joss's Justice League. I almost said Zach's. Zach's Justice League is DC's best film. Um, it's not. It's right. Just a notch above those films, um, maybe. I I could kind of go back and forth on whether I think Wonder Woman eighty four's better than this. The only difference between Wonder Woman eighty four and this is that I like Wonder Woman more than I like Black Adam. But in terms of the actual story and writing and things like that, they're about level, I would say. Um, so that's the kind of ballpark I think this is in. I don't think this is like awful like garbage um at, at times i thought like this is really bad and then there was it, it it ebbed and flowed a little bit as i was watching it but again going back to the whole like hey matt why can't you just have fun with black adam i i tried to i tried to but i can't have fun or dumb fun or popcorn flick type of fun with a film that i do not find fun because that's the base word of describing something like that which is to have fun with a film and I didn't have fun with this film so that's not the sentiment I'm coming away with if if you had done fun with this film and you enjoyed it good that that's very good for you and I'm I'm happy that you enjoyed the film 
and I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I, I wouldn't say to somebody like, "No, you shouldn't enjoy Black Adam. You have to hate it as you have to dislike it as much as I did." Like, no, we all have different opinions on films. If you think Black Adam's good or bad or whatever, you're not right or wrong, and neither am I. Um, two major kind of problems I found with this film is tonally. I didn't know what I was supposed to be feeling at different points. I think this is a very big tonal mess. Um, structurally, I think this film's got some issues. The, the 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 way the film at times cuts from like Black Adam making a choice, characters being conflicted or trying to help him, and then you cut to something which is like, oh, now we're gonna have fun. It's like, okay. And it's not the worst example of I've ever seen, but it's not good. Um, yeah, t- tonally, because I was kind of trying to, because I don't know anything about Black Adam as a character. And I went into this film thinking, okay, I shouldn't need to Google this character, or like, obviously I know Dwayne Johnson's playing him or whatever. I shouldn't need to look anything up about this character, because this film's job is to do a backstory film for him and explain to me who he is, where he comes from, what he's about, what his powers are, um, where his motivations are at. I don't think this film does a good job of kind of... Like, some some of the choices he makes is like, uh, am I supposed to... Are you supposed to be my mate? Are you supposed to, like, am I supposed to feel threatened by you? Um, they try to kind of do this anti-hero thing with him... Um, and it doesn't really work. Oh, a bit in the same way of like, the, 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 to compare this to certain Marvel films, because I've done some DC comparisons just there. This is kind of, I mean, I've not seen Morbius, so I can't compare it to that. This is kind of Venom level, but brighter, because Venom is a very darkly lit film um, for its own stupid production reasons. But this is um, a lot more brighter than like the locations and Black Adam suit is a lot. Obviously, it's got the he's got the uh thing on his chest and that so it's 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 brighter than than what venom is but this is about the ballpark of that in terms of writing but the other obviously comparison there venom is kind of supposed to be an anti-hero who like helps out spider-man on occasions but is still a spider-man villain they tried to portray black adam as like an anti-hero but there's points in the film where it's like no you're killing people and now the jsa is helping you and now they're not and I found it to be really all over the place. Um, and he like starts fights with the JSA members. And then they sort of try to win him round. And it doesn't. It just it just didn't quite work with that. And overall my, my other issue. Because I mentioned two issues. One of which is the, the, the tonal aspect of this film. Which I think is just all over the place. Um, the writing I think is really bad at points in this film. There was one... I don't know if I can mention it. I'll mention it here in the spoiler-free section. It's not really a spoiler. There's a bit of a thing in this film. There's this young kid that he kind of meets. At, well, he's like young, sort of teenager age-ish. And um, this uh, kid <clears throat> in the film has got like, you know, all these DC posters and all this kind of stuff. Like, you know, Batman figures and posters of the posters of the Flash and Superman. And, you know, it's, it's a DC-filled kind of room, obviously, Easter egg heavy. And they get into... Um, uh, th- th- this kid tries to sort of chat to him. Now, what they kind of do with Black Adam in this film 
is where you have who's who's who, what characters can I compare him to? You know how Knuckles in Sonic Two and Drax in the Guardians films. You know how they're like from other places and they don't really understand like how to communicate in the modern world and like they they don't understand certain things. Black Adam's a bit like that, where like cause there's a few jokes about like oh don't you use doors because he he just walks through walls in in this film. And I think Dr. Fate at some point says, like, hey, did I not have doors where you come from and all, whatever, all this kind of stuff. And there's a point where um, an enemy character picks up this kid. I don't consider this a spoiler. He picks up this kid. Um, Black Adam flies up kind of with him uh, to try and stop the enemy from killing this kid. Um, the kid then gets dropped, right? Uh, Black Adam swoops down and picks him up. And he, you know, puts him on on the ground so he's safe. And instead of the kid being terrified that he almost died, um, he said, I think he says like "thank you" or so, or something like that. But not in a panic. He's not, he's not panicked at all. Like when when he's dropped and almost falls to his death. And there's a thing within this film about like catchphrases, and they bring up the whole Shazam thing, or how a superhero or you know a comic book character will like say something sometimes before they take down their enemy so he puts this kid on the on on the ground so he's so he's safe and black adam goes to fly back up to you know deal with the enemy that just dropped the kid and the next thing the kid says is don't forget your catchphrase in in no sort of panic state he is not like frightened for his life even though he's surrounded by enemies that could kill him and almost was just dropped to his death I was like, really, that's the fir- that's the first thing you say <laughs> is um, don't don't forget your catchphrase. To especially saying that to Black Adam, and and, and the way that they'd set up Black Adam up until that point, um, it, it's examples like that of like, what? Why is this? Why are these characters given these things to say at these moments? And that's not the only example. There, there's other examples. I tried. To, I tried to try to sort of pin in my mind and remember. Like, okay, mention this bad writing point and this bad writing point, and that line's stupid and that line's bad. And I forgot most of them. Um, but that that was that was one that stu- stood out. It's like this kid's so concerned about Black Adam's catchphrase that he's not even panicked that he almost died. Um. Yeah, how am I supposed to have fun with that? How am I supposed to have fun with that? Um, also, just... Right, so there's a lot of allusions to like Shazam and there's allusions to Superman as well in this film and that type of stuff, right? Shazam is a very fun, very enjoyable film. I really like Shazam, really like Zachary Levi's Shazam. That is a tonally well-told film about a kid who can turn into a superhero. And there's the whole, like, you know, childhood joy of you know becoming a superhero and all, all this kind of stuff like a like a kid would dream about you cannot do that in the same way with black adam you can do elements of it with superman um but you can't do that with black adam he's such a darker character which is why he's supposed to be superman slash um shazam's villain because he's the darker he's he's the venom of 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 their characters right um, because you'd look at Superman and Shazam and say they're they're your heroes, like you would with Spider Man or Miles Morales or any of those characters, but you wouldn't look at Venom and think like, I don't know, it 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 just didn't work the way they tried to portray him. Um, this is also a problem because 
and this gets into like DCEU planning and that sort of stuff. This film shouldn't really be coming out right now with, with DC's slate. But it's like the only thing they can put out because budget reasons and Ezra Miller and all this other kind of stuff. So they couldn't get those other films out. Um, and other films that should have been out ages ago and films that should have been done ages ago. So I feel like in terms of DC's um, release slate, they just put this out I think because they could... Um, which is interesting because when they had a recent report about like Warner Brothers only got two uh, money to release two more films this year, they should have possibly put out Aquaman first, and obviously the other one is Don't Worry Darling, which is a Warner Brothers film, um, because there's not just for Black Adam but for other characters in this film, there's no setup for them whatsoever, um, and obviously you're going and you go in and you think, okay, see who Black Adam's about. There's other characters I'm going to mention in this film that, unless you've like watched or played, watched certain things or played certain games, you wouldn't really know who they are, and they just get kind of thrown on screen. Um, there's one particular character in this film who I'd never heard of, and still don't really understand her powers. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but th- it, this film just had too many problems, um, and it also just shouldn't really be coming out right now because you haven't. You haven't really led up to this or set it up properly at all. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not asking for DC to, at the moment, do a full MCU kind of thing. But it, it, because DC's slate of films has been so jumbled all, o- all over the place... <clears throat> it's been so jumbled o- all over the place... They're just sort of getting out what they can. Um, I suppose because of money. And Black Adam was just happened to be the next one that was available. So... Um, so no, overall, I, I didn't enjoy this film at all. Um, I, it it comes in at two hours. I thought it was maybe 15, 20 minutes too long, possibly. Um, it was one of them films where there was not multiple points, but there was about two points in the film where I thought, oh, this is probably going to end here, right? Like, you, you've kind of done what you need to do. And then there was another 10, 15 minutes or so left. Where like another thing happened and another thing happened. So, um, it, it's interesting though because I I thought I was gonna dislike this film more than I actually do. I thought this was gonna be like a complete like I was I thought I was gonna give us like a hard skip type of thing. That that was my expectation. So it did do better than my expectations, which I suppose is good. But it's I still didn't enjoy it. Um, I guess I'm just glad that it it wasn't the complete and utter mess like. You know, in terms of being sort of a Justice League level of bad. I, I thought it was maybe going to be that bad. Um, and it wasn't quite that bad. So, it it, it it was above my expectations. But my expectations were, I was going to say rock bottom. But I'll be too on the nose, wouldn't it? Um, so, it, it was better than that. But I still didn't enjoy it. Um, so, it's unfortunate. Uh, let's go through some, some of the other characters. I want to mention some... Uh, other spoiler free stuff. Um, I'll talk about one thing I really did enjoy in this film a lot. Because I've kind of, you know, not liked it when I've spoken for 15 minutes here. Um, so in terms of Hawkman and Dr. Fate, who are the other members of the JSA. Um, I thought Hawkman was alright. I thought it was quite cool. Um, I like Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate seems like an interesting character. They're two characters that you can do interesting things with. And I'm I'm curious about those characters. It, this film almost did a better job with Doctor Fate and Hawkman than it did with its own title character, 
Because whenever like Hawkman or Doctor Fate are on screen, I'm like I'm enjoying seeing your characters more than the title character. That's both a good thing and a problem. It's a good thing because I'm enjoying seeing some of these characters on screen, but they're not the title character, and I I, I didn't really care about like Black Adam throughout most of this film. Um, but I enjoyed seeing the other JSA members, so I guess that's a good thing, kind of. I, I enjoyed seeing those characters. They're very cool characters. Um, but going back to an early example. Hawkman I know from Legends of Tomorrow. Who's a bit of a different version I think. Uh, that was back all the way in season 1. So that was years ago. So I, I don't fully remember what that character was like exactly. Um, I think it was a little bit different to this version. But uh, both versions of these characters were, were pretty good. Um, and the only reason I know Doctor Fate... Or have any idea of who Dr. Fate even is. Is because I played the Injustice 2 game. Which is a very very good game. I really enjoy uh, Injustice 2. Um, and Dr. Fate is a playable character. Obviously in that game. It's a it's a 2D. Not 2D. Um, side to side like Tekken-esque sort of uh, fighting game. But it's got DC characters in it. Um, and in the story mode. Dr. Fate is probably in there at some point. So if I hadn't seen the first season of Legends of Tomorrow. Or hadn't played Injustice 2. I wouldn't know who these characters are. Um, I know who obviously Pierce Brosnan is. And I think um, Aldous Hodge who plays Hawkman. Um, I think I've seen him somewhere before. I can't quite place where. But um, they were both very good. Particular standout from those two. Um, Pierce Brosnan's actual acting as Doctor Fate was really really good. I really enjoyed his actual performance. Um, but he's Pierce Brosnan and he's a very good actor. So um wasn't like surprised by that but um I, I did really enjoy his performance i thought it was very good um so i could go for seeing maybe dr fate and hawkman again in something just depends on who they're fighting and because like you know dr dr fate's kind of a bit sort of doctor strange-esque so i wouldn't expect him to fight like well he wouldn't fight like the joker or somebody would he he would fight i don't know whoever dr fate's um villains are uh, but they're obviously a couple of the JSA members. Um, Atom Smasher, played by Noah Sentio. Uh, um, I don't know why he's called Atom Smasher. Uh, I've seen, um, obviously, Brandon Routh played the Atom in uh, also in Legends of Tomorrow as well. Who, by the way, again, if I didn't know... I don't really know the differences between... Because in Legends of Tomorrow, he's just called Atom. And then in this, he's called Atom Smasher. But he kind of does the same thing very ant-man-esque can kind of like go really big or go really small i think so um yeah but again if i hadn't seen legends of tomorrow i'd have no idea who he was so it's a good thing i watched legends of tomorrow because otherwise yeah um but he was he he, he was good he was he, he was all right um then you have um, Cyclone, played by Quintessa Swindle, who I think I might have seen in something before. I had absolutely no idea who she was in this film. Um, didn't know she had powers until she started using them. Didn't understand how her powers worked, and I still didn't by the end of the film. So if you take my consensus from her about her... If I hadn't seen, let's say, the Legends episodes with those other characters, or I hadn't played Injustice 2, I possibly would have gone into this film not knowing anything about any of the JSA members. Um, I mean, somebody like Hawkman, okay, he's got his, um, what's it called, mace or whatever, and he flies around. Okay, that's what he does. Um, 
Doctor Fate can do like Doctor Strange esque sort of stuff, right? Th- th- those characters make sense. Um, so at some so at some points in this film, she's got like colors around her, and she can throw she throws like metal rebar pipes and stuff. I don't know if she's supposed to be a bit sort of Professor esque, sort of X, not Professor X, sorry. Um, what's the other X Men person's name? Um, the one who can control metal. Why can't I think of his name? Uh, not Doctor Doom. Why can't I think of his name? You all know who I'm talking about. Um, yeah, with him. Is she supposed to be a bit like that, I I suppose? Um, I don't know. But I didn't quite get... Okay, why are all the... What's with all the colours? Um, not that there's a problem. I just didn't... I didn't understand the function of her powers. And I also didn't by the end of the film. So, uh, she was alright as a character. It wasn't like a bad character. I just don't really understand her powers. Magneto, that's the guy's name. Why couldn't I think of Magneto? He's such a big X-Men character. But the the way she she can kind of like... She throws metal pipes and stuff at, at some point. Is she supposed to be able to do that? Because obviously Magneto can control metal. But, um, again, I did. they didn't do a great job of explaining her powers I didn't think because every time she was on screen I sort of thought I don't really know what you're gonna do next um so again I might not have understood like you know everything Dr. Fate did if I hadn't seen him in the Injustice games um which obviously in that game you use commands to control his powers and stuff but yeah she I, I didn't understand her character like what she could do and stuff uh, apart from the metal controlling the metal part so there was that anyway um that is my spoiler free section of this review we have some very interesting stuff to talk about in the spoiler section um and yeah that's uh, i'll give this in terms of actual numbers rating i would give this out of 10 because i like to sort of do one of my named ratings and then attach a number to it um, I'd give this something between a three and a four. Um, maybe. There, there were certain characters I enjoyed. Really liked Piz Brosnan's performance. Did not enjoy or really understand or get Black Adam at all. Which is a problem because he's the title character. I'm sort of supposed to do that the other way around. Which is understand Black Adam more than the other side characters. Because he's your title character. And you attempted to give him backstory. But anyway. Um... I, I, I'd say about a 4, just, just because of Piers Brosnan's performance, I'd say about a 4 out of 10 and a skip. So it could have been worse, could have been worse. I thought I was going to be saying, you know, 1 or 2 out of 10 and like a hard skip rating. That's what I thought I was going to give this film. Because uh, we all go into films, right, and we think, okay, these are my expectations. This this is the ballpark of where I think this film's going to be. And the film either does better, worse, or equal to what you thought, right? So I'm, I'm just laying out the groundwork of where my expectations were and where the film ultimately landed. So... There we go. Anyway, so a quick break. We'll come back and we'll do the spoiler section. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. 
uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk e-t-a-l-k-u-k you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20% off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscaped's quality thanks very much to manscaped for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening Hi there, if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name, we've got good news for you. With our affiliate link with Kualu, you can click on that link which is in your show notes, which is for our affiliate link. You can go over to Kualu to get started with your website and domain name today. They've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, it's time for spoilers. If you've not seen Black Adam, um, you're going to want to click this off. If you don't care about spoilers, there is some other things in this film for me to discuss as well. uh, Some of which have become a bit more public knowledge than what they should have um, before the film even came out. Um, I'll just leave that part of that. So, I won't just be discussing the main events in the main film. There's post-credit scenes as well for me to discuss so if you don't want to know anything about any of that and if you don't know what's in the post credit scenes go and see this or go and actually i don't recommend the film so go and find out what go and watch how would you hmm because i've just said so in terms of my recommendation i don't recommend the film because i didn't like it and i'm giving it a skip rating but the post credit scene Post-credit scenes almost more important than the f- main events of the story of the film. But then if you go to look up... Because you could probably find it on YouTube about the post-credit scenes. But then you'll read the title of what it is before you see it. That still, however, is better than just reading about whatever it is on the internet. So, there's your options. Because <laughs> um, some people have kind of said, like, Oh, I'm going to sit through this two-hour film to watch the post-credit scene. I wouldn't recommend that you do that. I wouldn't recommend it um, because you know cinema is a premium experience. A premium experience. It does cost 
money um, and you'd essentially be paying a full price for a film that you aren't really interested in just to see a post credit scene so I don't recommend that you do that if you want to do that of course I'm not going to stop you um, but I, I recommend just just look it up on YouTube. It's, it's the one of the better ways to experience it, other than just reading about it on Twitter or something, which is what I happened to do. Anyway, spoiler section. Um, if you've not seen the post-credit scenes of Black Adam or the film itself, I'm going to go into spoilers for it. I've not mentioned what the post-credit scene is. I will be doing that in a second. Uh, but in the meantime, of course, you can find us on entertainmenttalk.org and your favourite podcast platforms. Uh, TV, games, films, Marine Night Podcast will be doing the Gaming Talk podcast later today, so look out for that. Um, in the meantime, obviously, you can you could listen to Geek Time Radio, you could listen to other podcasts, you can listen to some ASMR, or you can listen to some music, or do whatever you want to do, because I'm going to go into spoilers now. Um, so to nobody's surprise, um, because... It was talked about by um, Henry Cavill, not Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill and um, Dwayne Johnson's agent, who I think is called Danny Garcia, um, and also pretty much by Dwayne Johnson himself. I can actually say for a change, after doing all of these DC Talk episodes and, you know, wanting, wanting things to be better and unfortunately moaning at things, but that's the whole part of analysis, Henry Cavill is back as Superman. I can finally actually say that, which feels good to say. It's very, very, very good that Henry Cavill's back as Superman. Very, very good. Should it have happened in this way? Should it have been revealed this way? Should it have been in this film? No, there's a much better way that you could have done this. So I'm happy with what has happened, but not at all happy with the way that it did come about. And what's really, what's really bizarre is like... There was these red carpet interviews and stuff. Now, if I'm watching a red carpet interview from a director of this film, an agent of an actor on this film, an actor on this film, or somebody involved with this film, and they're doing their press tour red carpet interviews, I don't expect to be constantly hinted at that, like, oh, Superman's going to be in this film. It was so obvious that that was the case. And... Because that, that that kind of is the main talking point from this film, really. It's not anything to do with any of these characters or Black Adam's story or anything like that. It's Henry Cavill back as Superman. Um, and when I, when I was hearing Dwayne Johnson talk about this film and, you know, I think Danny Garcia uh, and, and other people, they were almost pushing the post credit scene more than the actual film. Of like, oh, you know, you've got to wait, you got to wait for those credits. You've got to, like, you know power of DC, well, what did, was it, he said hierarchy of power of DC, what does that actually mean, like, because it says all oh, the power, hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change, what does that actually mean, um, because who, so if you're talking about, like, the leaders of DC, who was that before you intended to change it, um, because as I've mentioned before, like, this, this is a DCEU film, this isn't like the Batman that's in a different universe or whatever, the DCEU doesn't have a story. It doesn't have... Well, I guess it does have a villain now, but it didn't have one. They could have had one if they'd start with Darkseid. But that's a different thing. Um, I need to talk about the JSA and the Justice League as well in, in a bit, so there's still some some things for me to go through here. It is very good that Henry Cavill is back as Superman. That is a very good thing. Would I watch a solo... Would I watch a film with Henry Cavill in it as Superman? Absolutely. Absolutely. Would I watch Black Adam vs. Superman? I sure would. Would I watch a Henry Cavill solo Superman film? I absolutely would. 
would I watch him in the Justice League? That would that's where I'd prefer to see him because I want a Justice League two, because Justice League one ended on a big dark side cliffhanger, and I would like to see that continued. Um, so if if in any of those three options, so Justice League two, which is the least likely, Black Adam versus Superman, or just a Superman film, if those films have Henry Cavill Superman in it, I will be happy about that. It's just so it's just very sour because this should not have taken this long to have happened. And it, there were some comments about uh, I think from Danny Garcia herself, who is I think is I think she's Dwayne. I read that she she's Dwayne Johnson's ex-wife, but she's the same. She's Henry and Dwayne's agent, which is interesting. And she was saying one of the comments that she made was like, "Oh, it took six years for this cameo." to get done why did that take six years it's a how long is that scene 30 seconds 30 second cameo scene so if she's talking six years would that be around about the time just just after sort of bvs justice league why would that have taken six years um maybe it's because obviously, obviously negotiations took like way too long and everything it's just a shame because and I, I said I'm not I'm not gonna like try and pretend I haven't said things I haven't said before. You know, because I said like, oh, if if Henry Superman makes a cameo appearance in a Black Adam film, it's an insult to Superman. It doesn't quite feel as insulting as what I thought it was going to be. Um, but you could have you what you could have and should have done, and you've had so much time to do this. Be, uh, Man of Steel was in 2013. That was nine years ago. It does not take that long to make another film, another Superman film. You could have f- forget a Man of Steel two. You could have done a whole trilogy by this point, and had him in multiple other films by this point. So you've just been bumbling around for ten years doing whatever. Um, you could have easily by this point, and this is what I was talking about with the with the timing of Black Adam and when it's coming out, and it feels like it's just getting released now because it's it's what Warner Brothers can put out. That that's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like an actual part of a plan of like we have Flash and that's got its problems and we have Aquaman and whatever but we can't release Aquaman and Black Adam and Don't Worry Darling in the same year because we can't afford it or something and then like oh no just just put Batgirl in the bin it's like okay you like what is there's no plan is there and it was just hey we can just release Black Adam so we're just gonna do that um what you what what should have happened and I know I've said this a few times Forget a Man of Steel two. You could have done a Man of Steel two and and the third film. You could have very easily done a Superman trilogy. Use the Superman films to introduce Black Adam and then do this film. Um, what you could also then do is um, use the Superman film to introduce and set up Black Adam, who is the smaller character. He's the le- he's the lesser popular character. Then do this film. Then release this film. And then you set up Superman versus Black Adam. The same thing should have really happened with BVS. You should have had a Batman film before you just jumped into BVS. But that was a better film than what these the what those two are. So, um, uh, and it, there's been like it's such a shame as well. Cause how many like how many Comic Cons have we had? How many DC fandom events have we had? How many like whatever have we, have we had? And to just have like oh yeah post credit scene, Superman's like look out for the red cape and all this kind of stuff um it just 
why why couldn't you've just treated Superman better up up until this point? You've proper you've properly embarrassed this character. Um and it feels and I don't really blame Dwayne Johnson for Dwayne Johnson for doing this. It sort of feels like he's used this film as like okay, people won't people don't know who Black Adam is, right? I, I didn't know who Black Adam was before I watched this film. I'd heard of him, I'd, I'd maybe seen him, didn't know who the character was. Um of him kind of using this Superman Henry Cavill thing to boost up Black Adam. I'm not going to say that's what it feels like cuz that's what it is. Um, because the the way this film has been spoken about in terms of like, instead of bigging up the character of Black Adam and himself, the title character, it's more just sort of like, hey, watch out for those post credit scenes. But it's like, okay, what about the two hours of story before that? So, um, glad he's back. Really glad Henry's back. Glad they managed to 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 get him back on the books. He is back as Superman. Um, there was just so much of a better way that you could have done this, honestly. Um. Like how many how many opportunities over the last ten years have you had? Um, and I know he was in Justice League and he was in BVS. Um, but Man of Steel was out in twenty thirteen and he didn't then appear on screen again until twenty sixteen. Um, you've had so many Comic Cons, so many DC fandom events. Imagine like. Imagine the moment you could have done of bringing Henry back out on stage with maybe Dwayne Johnson, you know, to to do something with that. Because I understand, you know, they're villains of each other, and you got Shazam involved in what as well. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do now with Black Adam, Superman, and Shazam because they're all in the picture. You just could have done it in so much of a better way. <laughs> um, also, just so to go to the actual scene itself. So he's talking to Amanda Waller. Um, and she says to him, right, about, hey, this place, I can't remember the name of it, is, like, I can't keep you in a prison or or something, because obviously she's in charge of the Suicide Squad, which are, you know, the prisoners uh, and all that, or kept in in cells and everything like that. Um, I can't keep you in there because you're too powerful. And then, um, she says, like, oh, but I, like, no, sorry, he says... Um, there's nobody that you can get that can stop me. And obviously that's where you introduce Superman. So it's an interesting idea. Um, we just could have set it up better, I suppose. <laughs> um, but it, it's interesting how one of my complaints about the, Sh- uh, not Shazam, the Peacemaker cameo uh, in, in that season finale was you had to, you covered Superman's face with a shadow. That's not what you do with Superman. At least this was this was not a headless shot. This was not a shot where he's covered in the shadow. This was finally and he doesn't doesn't really emerge from a shadow. He emerges from the smoke, but same same kind of effect. At least it was him walking out of like walking out of the smoke and kind of because um, he fly, You see him sort of fly down. And he walks out and he starts talking. That's at least good. Um... One, and I'll admit this is a nitpick. Why is the yellow in his suit so bright? <laughs> um, and I, I'd, I'd seen screen. I, I knew this was coming, so I'm not going to pretend that I didn't know this was happening. Um, I'd seen, like, th- there was clips, and uh, I hadn't watched the clip because I, I didn't want to watch that scene as a clip. But you, you knew what it would be. You, you knew it would be okay. Post credit scene. Black Adam's there. Sh- Superman shows up. Cool. I didn't want to watch that. You know, through. 
a recorded video on my phone on Twitter. That's not how I wanted to see that. Um, I'd seen screenshots, however, of like you know his suit and stuff. Obviously, that's you know a photo taken from a uh, from. A, so sorry, a, a photo taken from a phone and all that. It's not going to be in the full quality that I see it here on this film. Um, but uh, yeah, why is why is his suit? Um, so I, I saw some people kind of saying, "Oh, that's his Justice League suit." I don't remember because I tried to, <laughs> tried to uh, not remember too much of Joss's Justice League. At least he's not got the lip problem this time, right? <laughs> uh, gosh, what a mess that was. Um, at least this is better. But what you need to do now is bring Henry out on a stage and fully announce that okay, who's directing this film? Who's writing it? What's the story going to be? Who's he going to fight? Um, at least, at least you have that option now, and you can build something on that. Speaking of that, uh, obviously we get introduced to the JSA, the Justice Society, I think of America, uh, which I think was introduced also in the Stargirl TV show in in season one. They got different members on that team. I don't really know the difference and that sort of thing. Um, so you got the Justice League and you got the Justice Society. The Justice Society seem interesting. Hawkman, I like. Doctor Fate, I like. Um, and even though I don't really understand the other characters' powers, um, Cyclone seems like an interesting character. So you've got something you can build off from there. What are you doing with the Justice League? Because at the point, again, that DCEU is at, the Justice League are really in this weird limbo state, and it's not good um, obviously you've got problems like who's going to play the Flash, who's going to play the Batman. Um, you've now got Henry back, which is fantastic. Are you going to get Ray Fisher back? Um, can you get, what are you going to do with like Martian Manhunter or Green Lantern? Who's it going to be from that? Is it going to be Aquaman that comes back? Wonder Woman, obviously Gal Gadot is still under contract. You've got Wonder Woman 3. So it's good that you do have an established JSA. That's great. I would like to see, however, more things going on. Because the Justice League at, at this point in the DCEU should be the main group. And after coming away from this film, they don't feel like the main group. Um, it feels like the ju- the Justice League is this in limbo, distant memory. And the JSA is kind of the main group. And it shouldn't be that way. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Because I'm much more interested in seeing the Justice League again. Because I want the Justice League too. Um, also, if you're going to eventually go back to the Justice League, um, and you've got Superman back now, what are you doing? Because, okay, so you've got the canon with Justice League, then you've got the canon with Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Two, so you've got this awkward thing where you've got two different Justice League films. One of which has got Darkseid in, one of which doesn't. This current bought back version of Henry Cavill Superman what is he going like does he know who Darkseid is um does he not know the Justice League at all um you have to figure that out I suppose um because surely if if him and Black if him and Black Adam go into a Black Adam versus Superman film which again I would watch and he has conversations about their past or whatever. 
which, which, what I'm asking is which one of them is is supposed to be canon because I hope it's not Justice League and as I said I don't remember what his suit looked like in that film but some people said it was very similar to that so what what are we doing with that there's, there's things that you just need to kind of figure out um but it is very very good that Henry is finally back as Superman it just should have ha- it just should have and could have happened in a much better way um one thing for me to get back to in terms of the actual plot of this actual film there was one really big thing that happened in this film uh, in terms of Black Adam's character that I did not understand there's two elements to it but they're both essentially tied to the same scene so where you have Shazam and he is I think his name's Billy the actual kid person he says he says the word Shazam and he turns into Shazam because that's who he is you then at a different point I can't remember the character's name but you have this um this demon character who kind of comes a bit out of nowhere and he says whatever I think he says his name and then he turns into his version of his character so why does Black Adam say Shazam's name in order to transform into Black Adam shouldn't he say Black Adam instead of Shazam because that's that's not his name his name is Black Adam his name is not Shazam his name is Black Adam that also ties into and that might you might consider that nitpicky but to me that doesn't make much sense um, as to why you would say somebody else's name and then transform into that not to that character um, anyway there's a scene so it's explained in his backstory that his, his son kind of sacrificed himself um, so that he could become Black Adam but by saying Shazam his son gets killed his wife gets killed they, they show all of that they show it a lot nearer to the end of the film than I thought they were going to they kind of show the, the earlier part with with his son but they, they they show the scene much much later with his with the mum and then so he's like devastated obviously his family's dead okay that makes sense he's sitting up against this wall some guy comes over to him and black adam's like i give up and can't do it and and, and whatever that that makes sense he's he's down in the dumps and he's he's been defeated he's just watched his son and his his wife get killed understandable this guy then says to him um, repeat after me Shazam he then says Shazam and he turns into Black Adam which again doesn't make sense but whatever but the way the scene is written and again this gets into writing problems Black Adam doesn't seem confused by this he doesn't seem surprised by this he doesn't ask him why he's saying Shazam because what I thought was actually going to happen in that scene is him saying something to him like "You're strong. You can do this. You can get up to to like roll him back and roll him back up and get him back up to you know fight for revenge for his family." That's not what happened. He says to him, "Say Shazam." He then turns into Black Adam, but he's not surprised at all. Almost as if he could already do that. So, as he's being held down by these people while his family's getting killed. Was he able to say Shazam and turn into Black Adam? Because if he was, and he doesn't seem surprised by the fact that he can do that, he doesn't sort of be like, oh, wow, I can turn into this character and, like, now I will use this to get revenge. He doesn't seem surprised at all, and that could be to do with Dwayne's acting. I don't really know. So if he already knew he could do that, which it seems like... Again, writing and and tone, I don't understand... Like, did did he know he could do that? That's very important. Did he know he could do that? Did he not? And if he didn't know he could do that, why is he not surprised by that? 
Because if me or you, or anyone else that we knew, said the name Shazam and we turned into Black Adam or Shazam, we'd be like, oh wow, I didn't know I could do this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Um, so, if you were aware you could do that, surely you do that before your family gets slaughtered and you save your family? But none of that is explained. About, like, did he know he could do that? Did he not? Um, I don't, I don't, that just, um, I don't really, and then what, because he, he sort of has, like, this prototype version where he's got, like, this, this thing around his neck with the thing, and then he does, like, this rage thing where he then powers himself up. Well, surely, if your family just gotten killed in front of you, very traumatic, very bad, I understand that. But you would be enraged that your family is about to get killed. Wouldn't you then say Shazam, turn into Shazam, start raging because you'd be angry that your family is about to get killed, turn into Black Adam and then save them? Or have I completely misread that whole scene? Um, it's very interesting that they put that in right near the end of the film as opposed to the start where they, because they start off with like, his son is doing this sign, right? And like, you know, it's, it's a sign of whatever to, to their people. Um, that's fine. But they don't explain the whole thing there. Because um, what the film's essentially telling you is, okay, he his family got killed. He then turns into Shazam. Not into Shazam. In, into Black Adam. Um, we're not going to make it clear if he did or didn't know that, but he doesn't seem surprised. And then because his family's been killed, obviously he's angry, he's then going to rage and have like the electricity or whatever it is coursing through him turning him into Black Adam but why couldn't he do that before his family gets killed but the thing is if he does that before his family gets killed you change most of this film and that it, the reason I'm pointing this out so much is because that was like wait a second it just doesn't add up as to why he can do that so bit, bit of a bit of a problem there because um, like we're in Shazam, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it came out a little bit of time ago. I'm pretty sure when he first says Shazam and he turns into him, he's very surprised. He doesn't know what to do, but he's got like that childlike wonder about him, which again gets into the fun part of Shazam. He doesn't know like how you, you start seeing him train with his powers. He hasn't got quite control of them. No, Black Adam turns into Black Adam, and straight away he's fine. So I think that's an example of where Shazam is much better written than <laughs> what Black Adam is. Um, yeah, because I'm pretty sure if any of us said a character's name and we turned into somebody and we didn't know we could do that, that would be pretty surprising, wouldn't it? So that kind of breaks the whole backstory of sort of I don't know. It's just it's just stupid. Um, maybe I missed something. Maybe I did. If I did, let me know. But that really uh, um, it's almost kind of cheeky the way they're sort of like, hey, in the hour forty fifty ish minute mark, let's put this scene in that shows him transforming for the first time like hmm okay anyway anyway that's black adam i didn't like it but henry's back so that's cool um and i i i should have had no i should have had no idea that superman was going to be in this film what a surprise that would have been but um and Dwayne Johnson, by the way, is known for doing things like that. I'm not going to go into specifics in case people haven't seen DC Super Pets. He posted an image of the post-credit scene for DC Super Pets in and around its release. Why are you spoiling your own films? Um, 
and that's like not as big a stakes as what this is in terms of Henry's return. Like that's Super Pets. If you want to go and see Super Pets and have fun, that's fine. Um, but like, stop posting. Why? Why are you spoiling the film that you're in when it comes out? And why are you like so teasing about? I don't know. It's just yeah. I don't get it. I don't get him. Um, Dwayne Johnson seems like a good businessman. Um, apart from spoiling his own films that he's in, he it's just like it just seems like he's in terms of because he plays um, who does he actually voice in in Super Pets? I don't actually know, but um, I think it's the dog or something, isn't it? But um, I get that he's excited, right? This was pageant. He kept saying like we've been trying to do this fifteen years. If if any of us have been trying to do something for fifteen years, and we finally do it, and it's on the big screen, we'd all be excited, right? Um, but don't go ruining your own films. And although he he never, I don't remember him specifically saying like, "Oh, Henry Superman is back." Post credit scenes, but you could you could work on your vagueness of describing things. It was so obvious, and what an what an awesome surprise that would have been if I didn't know, or if the whole internet didn't know. But it was almost treated as a selling point. But it's like your selling point for this film should be your actual character. Who's the title character. Um, anyway, I'm going to stop moaning about this film. Because I don't want to keep moaning about it anymore. Um, hopefully you enjoy Black Adam. What do you think of Henry Cavill being back as Superman? Um, it should have been a more cheer-worthy moment. But it wasn't because it was spoiled and it was so obvious. Um, but very much looking forward to seeing. Hopefully, I mean now you have no excuse. Now you've got to do a Superman film. Um, we've had a Wonder Woman film recently. We've had a Batman film recently. We haven't had a Superman one for 10 years. And those are your Trinity characters for DC. There's, those are your most important characters. Your Justice League. Where is your Justice League? I just still have lots of questions. Anyway. Um, you can let me know what you thought of this film. And anything else. Um, did I get the Black Adam scene completely wrong? Because <laughs> uh, if I didn't. Then this is bad writing. But. Anyway, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. Uh, email box on the website version of the episode, uh, clickable email name in your show notes, write in, get involved, let me know what you think. Um, are you looking at this as a 0 out of 10? Did you enjoy it uh, less than I did? Did you love this film? If you did, good, happy for you. Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. Anyway, this is a new episode of Harley Quinn out tomorrow, looking forward to that, I like that show good show um it's on um it's on hbo max now yeah dc universe doesn't exist anymore and uh, e4 in the uk so looking forward to harley quinn tomorrow that should be good i do like dc i promise you i do like dc they've got some great characters really do like them um but not this one just not this one anyway thanks very much for listening entertainmenttalk.org podcast platforms entertainment talk uh get involved with our podcasts um, if you want to support Entertainment Talk in other ways, of course, you can listen to more episodes that we've done, either by finding them on the website or podcast platforms. You can also tell other people about what we're doing and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media. Patreon, $5, $10 level tiers for the ad-free podcast review options. Have a look at that as well if you'd want to. Um, so check out all of that. Uh, so that's how you can support Entertainment Talk, TV and Film News, Geek Town Radio, geektown.co.uk for TV and Film News. Um, check out that stuff over there, renewals, cancellations, pickups, air dates, all that type of stuff over there, um, for all of that. 
well as their Twitch, Bex, she streams pretty much daily over there, Trista B-Y-T-E-S, uh, Little Nightmares 2, chat, retro and game streams, check out what she's up to over there, me, Twitch as well, eTalk UK, I'm going to be doing like an opening night um, live style thing when Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 comes out this week, when the full game gets released, um, so check out all of that, it's going to be for the multiplayer thing, if you missed however my other Call of Duty streams, I did my final stream for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 19, uh, clipped my final kills and all that type of stuff, and then also streamed the first hour of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, which you can go and play that now if you pre-ordered early access. Uh, you can find all that um, archived, all the game clips and stuff on YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays, but Twitch, eTalk UK, YouTube Entertainment Talk Plays. Cool, thanks for listening and I'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>